0: 25 minutes away from two. Look, the next time you're enjoying a refreshing dip down the beach, you know, in our 40 degrees heat, or you're just paddling in the waves enjoying an ice cream or even going for a relaxing walk in the hills, spare a thought for the people who are confined to a wheelchair who, or who aren't as mobile as you or me. And that's where my next guests come in. Evie uh, Eglinton is with the Department of Environment and Water. Hello, Evie. Hello. Good to see you. Also, we've got uh, Carl Charter. He's with an organisation called Experiencing Marine Sanctuaries. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good to see you. You've been to Bali, you lucky bugger. That's right. Just back. <laughs> just back. <laughs> <laughs> How are you coping with our heat? Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: it's no humidity, which is good. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and, and uh, Sean Benz is the senior ranger, ranger and visitor services uh, dude with the Department of Environment and Water. You haven't been called a dude for a while, have you? No,
2: definitely not. <laughs> are you, sure? Not too bad.
0: Thanks. Listen, thanks for coming in. You're all part of this uh, wonderful initiative to actually open up uh, our environment a little bit more to people uh, who are not quite as mobile as they'd like to be. And, Evie, that's where we can begin with you. You're in a wheelchair. Yes, I am. What's do. your story?
3: I had a cycling accident um, nearly 10 years ago. It would be 10 years at the end of March. And I... Um, Ran into a pothole. Um, I was up on the pedal, so I wasn't mm. on the saddle. Flew over the handlebars and landed on my head, and ended up with a spinal cord injury. Unfortunately.
0: Oh my God. Jeez. <laughs> uh, what, what was that moment like? Do you remember it?
3: Yeah, yeah, clear as day. I just, Do you? Thankfully, didn't have a brain injury because I was wearing a helmet.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, yeah, it was just obviously flying over the handlebars was quite scary. I screamed, and um, yeah, I just. You know, landed in the middle of the road, and straight away could not feel my abs or my legs because right. my injury is quite high. I'm yeah. um, T four, so thoracic four. Yep. And um, so
0: from the waist down.
3: Uh, breast down actually. Breast down, all gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. all gone. So yeah, no feeling or anything. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just it's surreal. It's hard to explain what it's like. Yeah, because. Until you've actually experienced it, it's really hard to describe what it's like to not be able to feel your legs or anything again. But I didn't think much of it at the time because you think time can...
0: Yeah. To rub it in, though, you were trying to be a triathlete, weren't
3: you? Uh, yeah, I was, I was... <laughs> See, that's what you get for doing
0: those sorts of things.
3: <laughs> yeah, sport's bad for you. Yeah. you
0: know? <laughs> um, but it's left you a full-time wheelchair user. Now, that's, that's right. obviously changed your life, uh, you know, tenfold but it's brought on a passion uh for people who are like you to explain uh, that
3: uh, yeah I, um, obviously like i was quite active and stuff prior mm. to my injury and stuff and wanted to remain active i did go back to sport after i um had my accident but you know like i grew up around belair national park and stuff and used to enter that all the time and then once i be- you know became a wheelchair user I am working for the department. I had no idea was it, what was accessible and what wasn't. Yeah. So it's was just like... And I knew that, you know, there were barriers to people in wheelchairs and stuff just actually trying to go to the national parks. I'm like, no, we need to, we need to change this. Let's mm. do something about it.
0: So it must have been really tough, from a, from, just from a personal point of view, firstly, that you were such an active person, you know, you're, a, you're an elite athlete and you love the outdoors. Suddenly, you couldn't get there easily,
3: Oh, I mean, it's just one of those things, you never know how you're going to deal with something until it's thrown at you, and yes. you sort of just have to take it in your stride, so to speak, and yes, there's things that you can't do anymore, but you kind of have to focus on what you can do and not what you can't do, so not being able to access the marine environment like I used to is obviously, like, you know, it can be upsetting and stuff, but that's just one of the things you kind of just have to mm. go with the flow and accept it, or Try and change things. Mm.
0: So, what uh, you, you can offer advice to, to, to other people that it might be listening today, that are in a similar situation to you, who aren't as mobile, they might not necessarily be in a wheelchair, but they might be on crutches or a walker or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are places you can access isn't, up there.
3: Oh, certainly, and we now thankfully um, have got an accessibility page on the um, parks website, so we're now providing that information. So, there's plenty of places you can go to, like Belair National Park, is one of the probably the closest to Adelaide and probably the most accessible there's paths that people can use they've got picnic areas toilet facilities and car parking uh, facilities if you're down the southeast the narrow court caves is really great and they've just won silver in the excellence and accessible tourism awards Um yeah, there's some, still some great places to go visit. Parawira is another one that you can go yeah, to. That's a so, good one, yeah, yeah, there's mm. quite a few places, and I would encourage people to actually get onto the parks website and look at the accessibility page.
0: A lot of work still to be done, though.
3: Oh, a hell of a lot of work still. You know, we're still just at the beginning. Like, we've only started this process really like a year ago. So, we've got a long way to go, but I think we've made some great progress, and Sean's been a big help in that.
0: Mm. Well let's come to you then Sean. You're the Senior Ranger uh, of Visitor Services with the Department of Environment and Water. Um, You're based at the Mount Lofty Ranges and um, um, as uh, Evie was just saying lots of opportunities for people to actually get in
2: there and explore. Absolutely and um, as Evie identified we've we've just created a page on the parks website uh, that identifies all the the parks across the state uh, that have either uh, some facilities or experiences, because that was one of the uh, the feedback that we got that people just didn't know what was what was available mm. in the parks for them to go and do. So we've tried to break that up and identify what facilities, i.e., parking spaces or toilet facilities, and then then break it down into the experiences, whether that's trails or or picnic benches and places where families go. So you know. It, Evie's identified Air. we know there's really good facilities with some of the picnic areas in Bel and and some of the other sites that are available for hire as well so we try to identify all of all of that onto the parks website and and it's a pretty organic thing as you know investment um adds additional facilities or or you know we we do redevelopments on trails and stuff like that so we'll keep that up to date
0: so the position you fill is a new position created purely and simply for this this task and you took an audit of the entire mount lofty region
2: i Lake. absolutely that we did this war well, we started the process about two years ago. Mm-hmm. I came into post just over two and a half years ago and it was clear that um, we weren't particularly good uh, in, in this area of just giving that information to, to the community and that was again feedback from the community They're just saying look we don't know that parks are accessible and we, we just want to know what's there. So we went out and with the with the rangers myself and, and Evie and just really looking at what we had within the Adelaide Mount Lofty region so from Deep Creek in the south and up to Parawira up in the north and, and really looked at what what trails uh, you know could be used for for wheelchairs or limited mobility or mm. or strollers for, for parents, um, and then what facilities we had. So we built that that base up, and and it, it co- coincided quite nicely with a lot of investment that went into into some of the parks. We had trail upgrades, new facilities, uh, Parawera, Onkaparinga, uh, to name a couple. So you know it, it fell at the perfect time.
0: Mm. Uh, we're talking um, uh, accessibility to our parks and uh, and special places by people who are disabled. If you've got any questions for the team, give us a call. 8223 0000. It's market time again and David and Will are broadcasting live from the Adelaide Central Market this Friday until 9am. Make sure you come down, grab a coffee and take in everything the market has to offer. The best fresh meat and poultry, local seafood, breads, cheese, pastries, coffee, whole foods, huge range of fruit and veg, small goods and flowers. Everything you need in one location. Adelaide Central Market is the destination for the best fresh produce every market day. Want the best Mitsubishi deal in Adelaide? Well, hurry into Australian Motors Mitsubishi, home of the best demo drive-away deals, like the Mitsubishi Triton GLX 4x4 Auto, with only 1,135 Ks from just $33,990 drive away Packed with Bluetooth, reverse camera, cruise control and more. Only from Australian Motors Mitsubishi. Wayville and Morfitt vale, LVD 80. AustralianMotorsMitsubishi.com.au Drive a great
2: Australian
0: motors car. S935BWV. Switch to Optus now at Harvey Norman and receive 10% off your access fees for 24 months. Plus, a $400 Fios gift card with selected Samsung Galaxy S9, S9+, Plus, Google Pixel 3, and 3XL three devices on eligible 24-month plans. Hurry. Offers must end December 24 at Harvey Norman. New and approved customers only. Terms and conditions apply. See in store for details. Not available with the Samsung Galaxy S9 and S9 Plus in gold, S9 Plus 256 gig in blue and purple. Now, this is the biggest lifetime discount ever offered for 50 Up Club Life Insurance. Switch now and you'll receive an unprecedented 22% discount off the life of the cover. That's 20... 22% 22% off for as long as you keep your fully underwritten cover on the My Protection Plan issued by award-winning 140-year-old life insurer Noble Oak. Now thousands of over 50s have taken out new life cover via the 50Up Club. This is a brand new offer and it's for a limited time. Switch at 50UpClub.com and see how much you could save. 50Up life insurance uh, cover is issued by Australian life insurer Noble Oak Life Limited and is subject to underwriting processes. Any advice is general and does not take into account your personal circumstances or needs, please, please read the pds at 50upclub.com to see if the product is right
3: for you. This week's Fresh Market Update, brought to you by Woolworths. G'day, Paul Turner here, head of produce for Woolworths. Well, it's time for Christmas cherries. So I'm in northeast Victoria with Graham from Wondon Valley Farms, one of our cherry growers, to see what's happening. Graham, you've had excellent growing conditions, which has resulted in good-sized fruit. Yes, the harvest has been great. So there's plenty around for the Christmas table. Thanks, Graham. That's this week's Woolworths Fresh Market Update.
2: This month has taken a definite dislike to Mike. He had to get a new muffler for the car and dropped his phone in the pool. If this month doesn't like you... Get Sorted with a loan from $100 up to $5,000 with manageable repayments and a fixed term. Get Sorted Personal Loan. Convenient, easy to apply and available at Cash Converter stores or online at getsortedloan.com. Subject to lending criteria being met and personal circumstances being assessed. Australian Credit License 391415 and 391436. See the website for terms and conditions. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is
0: Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. 14 minutes away from two, we're talking about accessibility uh, for disabled people to our parks and uh, beaches and other special places. We've got an entire team with us, uh, Evie uh, Eglinton from the Department of Environment and Water. senior and Water. She's a senior project officer who happens to be experiencing the very topic we're talking about. Um, it must be very, this is, is going to sound a bit bizarre, but you must be quite honoured to be uh, able to actually steer the entire department in this direction.
3: Oh yeah, I'd say yeah. I'm yeah. honoured, and yeah, I feel privileged. I guess you could say that that I've got this opportunity to be able to yeah try and I'll say influence the department, mm-hmm. and what and I also like to say I like to maybe inspire the department to actually be better in that area. Well,
0: in cahoots with uh, your colleague, uh, Sean Bence, who's a senior ranger for the uh, Lofty lofty Rangers, She's doing a good job, Sean. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Just as you've explained, you know, lots of uh, uh, parks have been opened up for people who have limited uh, uh, ability to get around. Also with us today, though, we've got um, uh, another gentleman, uh, Carl Charter. Now, he runs uh, an organisation called Experiencing Marine Sanctuaries, and I think the name says it all. How are you, Carl? Yeah, good Tell us about uh, your organisation.
1: Yeah, experiencing marine sanctuaries was started up about four years ago, based mm. on an idea or a program, sorry, in, in New Zealand called experiencing marine reserves. And in Adelaide, we're lucky enough to get funding from Department for Environment and Water, and the Adelaide Mount Ranges to start up the program, in Adelaide. So since then, we've taken well over two thousand people in the water to experience their marine parks. Not everyone can see below the water, not lucky enough to be a diver or a snorkeler, so we can take people out that aren't experienced in that area, provide that support with trained guides, trained snorkel instructors and safety, and uh, yeah, take young families and individuals out to see the m- magnificent life under the water mm. in South Australia.
0: That must be so satisfying for you personally.
1: Oh, it is. Yeah, I've had a passion for the marine environment since I was very young. My father died at Adelaide waters in the 50s and, and on the shipwrecks in Adelaide. I became a dive instructor five years ago just so I could then manage a program like this to introduce other people to the marine life that I've been lucky enough to experience my whole life.
0: Where have you taken people? What experiences have they had?
1: Uh, right across South Australia, we've had experiences uh, locally in Adelaide, in Hallett Cove, uh, we've done this sanctuary zone at Port Nolunga, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. down
1: at Carrickalinga, uh, Second Valley, Rapid Bay. experience, the Leafy Sea Dragon, um we're looking at other areas to experience other marine life in south australia as well and we've been across the air peninsula uh smooth pools, incredible and the marine parks of the air peninsula are just incredible yeah. to see mm. so mm. we're going there just organise another trip for this january for about five days of visiting that area as well oh fantastic uh,
0: evie have you been sucked in and uh, gone along on one of these yet
3: no, I haven't. I oh, haven't.
0: what's going on?
3: <laughs> well, EMS started up post my injury and so I haven't had the opportunity to access our marine environment yet.
0: We are working on it. <laughs> working That's on it, working yeah. Working sign, on. sign her up. Now, Coming, come March, uh, you're going to hold your first snorkelling day for people with disabilities, yes? That's right. We're excited to announce that we're um, on top of the funding
1: from Department of Environment, Water and Adelaide Mountain Ranges, we've got some funding through Department of Health, Health. Uh, to buy a new trailer and stock that with modified wetsuits, um, extra flotation equipment, a fully immersive wheelchair, and also reef boards with portals in them so you can actually lay on top and see what's in the water. Uh, We'll also get training for our volunteers as well to work with people with disabilities, and we'll be able to get those people into the water. So we're hoping our first pilot day will be the 17th of March. Uh, down at Port Malonga
0: Reef Sanctuary Oh owned. excellent, yeah. Great place yeah. to do it. Yeah. It perfect. Yeah. Well, tell us about the submersible wheelchair. How will that work? Uh Evie's probably a better one to ask, but from what I can <laughs> see. Compact got- the picture, Evie. What yeah. how, how does it work? Do the wheels actually <laughs>
3: It's called a Moby Chair, I think, the one the, the one yeah, that Carl is. is talking about and it's um it's pretty much got floats so it doesn't quite go all the way underwater it just can take you can take people out into the water and it will float right Mm. yeah
0: so do you get to see under the water though
3: not with the wheelchair right
0: okay right yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: it's more of a um way to get people into the water i think and you actually get them out of the wheelchair and then we can float them either on one of the reef boards or in a wetsuit um if they're able with a mask Mm. and snorkel and take them out for an experience any age uh, limitations on who you can take uh, for EMS is anyone over five years old so we've had people from yeah five years old right up to well into their 70s going in for their first snorkel and really enjoying wow. it wow wow
0: that must be an amazing sight
1: oh it is it's incredible yeah. and just the the feedback we get from the public and those people after their first snorkel is, just makes it worthwhile and do they get bitten by it is it something
0: they uh, you know want to come back to
1: yeah, for sure. We do like to see new people come to our events. We do see a lot of people coming uh, repeatedly to our events and usually tap them on the shoulder
0: and have them become a volunteer at the end and help out the events themselves. Yeah, great. Mm. Because it's not just about the experience, it's about creating new friendships and uh, you know, relationships, isn't it, with people oh, exactly. who are going through the same thing? living in yeah, the Yeah, we've
1: area. got over 40 volunteers actively volunteer for experiencing marine sanctuaries. And there are a whole mixture of people from different backgrounds. Some are studying marine biology at uni. Others are interested in marine biology. So, yeah, it's just a lot of like-minded
0: people working together. And it's so many great friendships. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Sean, come back to you. Um, I understand you've also been working with autism and uh, nature play SA uh, in this area.
2: Yeah, so um, last year uh, with autism SA and nature play, um, well, nature play held a Cubby Town event in, in Bel Air. Uh, every year in July, and there's there's normally about two two thousand people each day. But last year we did an extra day in the lead up to that, that was specifically with Autism SA, uh, and we had about a hundred and fifty uh, kids and families at Bel Air for cubby, cubby building because the environment of two hundred over other kids and and families was probably too much for for some of the kids on the autism spectrum mm-hmm. um, so it was a great event and and we built on that um, earlier this year as well we had an event at parawera um, which was sort of partly opening some of the new facilities that had been d- done there so we had some ranger ranger guided walks some nature activities and bike riding and again about another 150 200 uh, families uh, which, which was just fantastic and they mm. wouldn't normally get to, you know, necessarily experience in that. And we're hoping that we can we can build on that by um, developing some social scripts, social narratives that will support families to prepare kids for visiting the parks and give them that overview of what to, what to expect because it can be, you know, highly stimulating.
0: Avi, given that uh, you had your accident, uh, you know, uh, later in life, shall we speak, you know, you weren't a child when it's happened, it must give you an entirely different... Uh, uh, perspective on what these kids are going through when you see them now
3: uh yeah because i am um, obviously yeah i was two days shy of my 30th birthday when i had my accident so yeah i'd had at least 30 years of walking and um but yeah to to experience it as a child would be you know is so much different mm. compared mm. to a, as an adult so yeah to be able to Open up parks, particularly for children and stuff, and to be able to, for them to be able to experience nature, like like I did as a child. You know, I'm growing up by at near Belair National Park and stuff. So it's great for yeah children with disabilities in mm. particular mm. to experience nature.
0: Yeah, and, um, Carl, do the people you deal with do many of them have a fear of water? Given that uh, you know they, they haven't got a very good life on the land, it must be inspire, you know, either, either totally overpowering or inspiring to actually go into the water.
1: Yeah, it is. We have people that come down that never been in the water before. I actually had a student the other day that never been in the water before, and she became a scuba diver in one day. She tried to discover really? scuba. So it was like from pool sessions right through to Rapid Bay and experiencing a leafy sea dragon down there. So, yeah, we do get people at EMS that come down in family groups and... Uh, some look quite anxious, but we've got quite well trained staff. We've got flotation devices like boogie boards to, to hang on to. Uh, we wear wetsuits for flotations, there's no way mm. someone's going to go under if they don't want to. Mm um it's funny because we have some really big burly blokes turn up with their kids and the kids look <laughs> a bit anxious yeah and the, and the father's really confident the time we get in the water
0: the, the father's asking for a boogie board and the kids are off duck diving so <laughs> you can have a really yeah yeah you, you just see that happening can't you it's absolutely wonderful hey well listen a great initiative um uh, how do we find out more what we, where, where, where do we go uh internet i
2: presume yeah, so um, from a parks point of view, um, the parks website, is so a parks.sa, yep. uh, and there's an accessible page that, as, as we've mentioned before, sort of outlines all, all of the parks and the facilities, and, and we've just put in uh, a new accessible map for Bel Air as well, uh, which is a, a great start to, to providing that information that the community want. Excellent. And, and Carl, uh, EMS, what's your website?
1: Yeah, it's uh, emsau.org. Okay. Or you can go through the, webs- uh, the website, National Parks website, and there's a link through there. To okay, so that'll secrets. open up the whole yeah, area for us. Well, listen, right.
0: congratulations. Uh, fantastic. Uh, lots of uh, happy people around uh, of all ages, from kids right through. Um, and I imagine the elderly uh, is also uh, finding this uh, a, a real inspiration as well.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fantastic. Well, well, well done. Congratulations, and uh, thanks for coming today. Have a Merry Christmas. All the best. All right, uh, go to the um, National Parks uh, website. Just Google that, National Parks South Australia, and uh, you'll find your way into all that information. Stick around.